Hey there, it's Susan Bradley, and you are on the roadmap to 50K. Now, we all know I'm building a new store on Shopify, but today I want you to meet somebody else. I want you to meet Madeline Bustamante. She has a story that you need to hear, and it's all about how she is transitioning her business from a side hustle into her new career as a full-time entrepreneur, and she's gotten really creative to do it. So buckle up, you'll love this story. Let's just get to it. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast-track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So, buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Well, hello again. I am so glad to have you with me and really excited to share this story, share this rare person, this find that I have for you. Uh, Her name is Madeline Bustamante. She has been an Inner Circle member for a couple of years now. And the reason I think you are going to love to hear from her is that she uh, she's transitioning from uh, having her business as a side hustle into making it her full time thing. And why I think the story is so good is she's gotten really creative uh, in, in really making it work for her. And I want her to share that with you. I want you to hear about it. And I also want you to hear about her very own journey to the first 50k of sales in her business. So I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to introduce you to Madeline. Madeline, say hi to everyone. Tell them a little bit about you and your business. Hi, everybody. So my name is Madeline. And I own a gift and stationery online store called Colorful Cute, and I have had that business for about four years now almost. Hard to believe. I know. Time flies (laughs) when you're having fun. (laughs) Okay, so tell us about Colorful Cute. So Colorful Cute is basically a gift and stationery, and it's got a very kawaii, which is Japanese for cute, influence on it. Um, And I was really when I first started it, I did a lot of my sales in person at conventions. So I would go to a lot of anime conventions and comic book conventions. um, And that's where I was doing my sales. I had an online store, but it wasn't really doing much. And I had a full time job, I have a family. So it was kind of my my side hustle for a very long time until this year. Yeah. And so what I remember when we met you first uh, in the inner circle is uh, that, of course, you've always been fun and you're a great contributor. But what I remember is often I would hear you say or see you post that I just can't sell online. I can really sell in person, but I can't sell online. And so uh, so that's not that's not the truth anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You can sell online. But what I really want to talk about before we do that is tell us about your day job. What was your career? So I have been, I was a project manager um, and I actually worked at the local university. I worked with a bunch of marine biologists and it was amazing. I was in charge of a research consortium. And I had been managing that for several years. I've always done project management. So it's been from, you know, one project to another. And uh, that was what I was working on until COVID happened. (laughs) Until COVID happened. And so you had this pretty major full-time job. And so, uh, and cute and colorful was, or colorful cute was just your, uh, your fun job and that, you know, you were happy to make a few bucks here and there, but it wasn't your thing. 
And so the dream of going full time was really a far, far away pie in the sky kind of dream. And then I can remember when COVID happened and, uh, and you said, how many months did you have before you knew you were going to be out of a job? Um, I had about three. Three months. <laughs> yeah. Three to four. Yeah. Three to four months. And so what I would love to uh, just because I think this is so relatable to lots of people who are uh, maybe in your shoes, maybe they haven't, uh, haven't had a, their project come to an end, their job come to an end, but they would really love to work full time at their business. And so I would love you to tell, uh, share how how you felt when you found out that you were, uh, you were going to be uh, without a job in three months, and what you really did to prepare yourself so that you actually didn't have to go out and look for another job because that is genius. And I think people don't even realize the possibilities, but you got so creative. So, so let's go. Tell them. So, so we, um, so we really found out for sure. I wasn't going to have a job back in March. The university had a financial crisis and all of a sudden there was a major hiring freeze across the board. And, um, and I was like, okay, well, that's it. And we went into lockdown. And so I knew that looking for something else, this wasn't, it wasn't going to happen. So we, my, my fiance and I started to really kind of think about things. And there was a few different things that I figured I was like, okay, let's, um, first of all, let me really focus on the store and let me see what I can get going with the store. And you and I actually had a conversation. I think it was in the inner circle. And you had told me that I needed to focus on replacing my full-time income. Yes, I did. I tell everybody that. Hello, hello, hello. Yes. And I <laughs> you actually, get paid before you do too many other things. Right. And then I actually even drew myself like a little sign and I stuck it up in my office. And of course, knowing me, right? So it's like glittery and it's got this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I have it in my office. I still have it up here and I see it every day. And um, I really kind of kept thinking, okay, replace full-time income, replace full-time income. So we knew like the way that the, my paychecks worked, I would have one month for sure covered. So I'd have July paid for and good. I said, okay, great. So then we were like, all right, what else can we do? And um, I said, oh, I can do my tax return and I get a tax uh-huh. refund. And I was like, great, that's something else. We can throw that in there. And, um, and you know, then there was, but I was like trying to think, okay, my skills, like what can I do? And one of the things that, had been happening was a lot of people had been coming to me to help them with Instagram. Right. Cause you do not really, you're not a Facebook girl. You love the Insta. I love Instagram. It's so much fun. And, um, and I, I've had a lot of really good success on Instagram and I've built my, my people are there. And, um, and I just really like the opportunities that Instagram gives small business people. Um, just because it's like so open, right? It's easy to like find people who are into what you've got. And um, so I, I was starting to help with that. And so I started to basically offer my services for hire. Uh-huh. Uh, and how did you get the word out? I mean, we have a great community and I'm, I'm all for us uh, helping each other in whatever way we can. But I don't remember you like standing on a tabletop saying, hello, hello. So tell me how you got the word out. So I actually, the main thing that got me started was there's a local business group I belong to for women. Um, Yeah, in Miami called Las Comadres. And it's a a networking group for us women that um, are thinking about having a business or have one. And um, it's kind of like a sisterhood, right? Comadres is Spanish for co-mother. And it's like we're the co-mothers of each other's businesses. And 
Oh, that's lovely. I love them. And so I was a part of that group and that's where my business really started from that because they knew that I was like into Instagram. They were the ones I was always helping people with Instagram and that group especially. And so that's what really got me going. Um, I started having like planning sessions and I would host a planning session and people would, you know, pay like uh, $15 to come and we'd have like a virtual planning session. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of how that got started. Um, and then during all this, we were doing tribe. I did tribe this year and I learned about memberships. And so I decided to do a membership course for Instagram called Instagram for micro businesses. And, um, I did that too. So I've been, you know, it's just like all the hustles. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So let's unpack that a little bit. The Instagram for micro businesses, because, um, because here's what I love. So you had been hanging out with all these women who it, it, I can picture this actually, they're, they're all just like, what, what, what button do I put? What, how do you do that? I can't understand. And so you actually first started helping them just because you love them and you wanted them to succeed. And then you started having little uh, $15 workshops where they would show up on zoom. And how did you get them to pay for that? Did you use some software or did you like, you weren't collecting $5 bills from people, right? No, we did a Eventbrite. <laughs> Eventbrite. Let Eventbrite. Me, uh, yeah. And they would let you they would they pay for the tickets on Eventbrite. Oh, so good. And so you would set up an Eventbrite and then you would walk them through. Uh, and I'm sure that there was some sort of a goal for that. And then, uh, yes, you bought Tribe. And I now it's coming back to me. So if, for those of you that don't know Tribe, Tribe is uh, Stu McLaren's program where uh, he teaches you how to build membership sites. And the course is great, but it's a very intensive and, um, you know, it, it you got to work it. You really have to learn and put a plan in place. And I can remember then saying, uh, excuse me, you who bought Tribe and you're in my product-based Tribe group, you need to focus on earning an income. <laughs> because I think you were talking about uh, all the fun subscription boxes you were going to make. And we'll talk about that too, because I know you did that. Like I, your progress this year has just blown me out of the water. But so you had this Eventbrite thing, and then you decided that you would uh, have a course. So your, your Instagram for micro businesses, which is a great name, because it tells people exactly what they're going to get and who it's for. So Super, super smart, Madeline. Um, is it a course or is it a membership? It's a membership-based course. Okay, so, so tell me about that. Let, let's hear. What are you teaching? So I basically have everybody. So it is for micro businesses, and so naturally, most of the people that are interested in this course are really green. They're really new yeah. to Instagram, and they just they don't know what how to use it for their business. They're afraid of Instagram. They are. Yes, they are. They get very overwhelmed, and um, and you know, so I basically teach. I go on live every Wednesday night with this group, and I teach them like a little class. We were there for like an hour. Sometimes it's great, and it's like an hour and a half because they've got awesome questions. And I'm just kind of taking them through. I'm pretty, you know, I, I understand the overwhelm because I yeah. do that. Yeah. And so I'm not too like extremely pushy, but I do you know, like we have an accountability system and everything in there so they can help each other really do the work because that's the biggest thing, right? I mean, I can teach you everything, but you've got to actually do you it. You have to do it or you forget. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And it, yeah. does, and it doesn't work either to do it sporadically. Something like Instagram, and I think anything that's algorithm-based, 
you really have to show up consistently and regularly for the algorithm to like play nice. Yeah. And, um, and so I, we just take them through it. And so, you know, we, we go through very basic things. Like we just had a class this Wednesday about hashtags and like how to find hashtags that are relevant for your business and why like the hashtags are important in finding customers, not other businesses. And, yes. Yeah. And so actually you- I have to interrupt you because mm-hmm. I hear you have a genius hashtag strategy. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. That's good. Too. Yeah. I, I just really think it's about really getting into your customer's head. Like I, I've told people for me, the big thing with Instagram was switching from using Instagram as a business and using Instagram as a fan of my business. Right. <laughs> and that really has helped me find buyers because now I'm thinking like they are. Wow. And that, that's how I find my hashtags too. Thinking like you're someone who's actually using, you know, it's really interesting because, um, and now we're, we're going rogue here a little bit, but I noticed with my adult children's behavior that particularly one, uh, the one who is the major consumer of all the things, like there's a package at her doorstep every time I go there. <laughs> and so, uh, and I, I will say to her, oh, where did you find that? And it's always on Instagram. She oh, yeah. always sees things on Instagram and she's a 30 something like early 30s. And I think that you're right. If you can get into the minds of those people, it's completely different than where we're at most of the time. So so you um, <clears throat> you walk uh, your members through one thing on Instagram every month, teach them one thing and then you uh, give them. I assume you give them uh, some homework to practice that one thing all week. And, and, um, and so who, who is, I mean, they're micro businesses, but are these all product based business owners like you or are they any kind of business? I actually have, they're mostly product based, but I do have a couple of coaches as well. Okay. It's it's the same thing. Yep. (laughs) It really is. It's a strategy that you're teaching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So you replaced a big chunk of your income by setting up this uh, monthly membership with Instagram for micro businesses, because you have a skill Mm -hmm. that you were using for your own business, but you never really thought about how you could sell it to someone else until the day you realized you needed a paycheck. Yep. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. So, so the first thing you did was you knew you had a month. I know you didn't get severance, but you uh, did have a month of pay or paychecks still to be received. Second thing you did was got your taxes done so that Mm -hmm. you knew that you could, uh, you could cover another month with your tax return. And then you set up Instagram for micro businesses, which is ongoing recurring revenue. Now I'm sure it's probably not at the stage yet, because it's new, uh, where you can replace your full time income, but the potential for that to scale is huge. Right, exactly. And there's also, it also helps me book one time like one-on-ones as well. Oh, individual consults, which mm-hmm. you can uh, charge much more money for. Right. Yes. Look at you go. Okay. And then you did, then tell me what else you did. Um, and then I think, I mean, that's pretty much it. I did also get an SBA uh, loan. They had like a really great one that was an economic disaster recovery. Relief, yeah. Um, yep. And my friend brought that to my attention. It was a very small amount for me because my business yep. was very small, but you know, it was something else. And like, that's yep. really been it. It's really just been like piecing like, okay, this, 
let's do this. Okay. And then there's a little bit of this and things were just falling into place and they, they just keep falling into place. <laughs> yes. Because there's one more thing. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's colorful, cute. It's colorful, cute. Yep. Okay. Just spill the beans on colorful, it's, cute. So with colorful, cute, um, there's a bunch of stuff has happened with colorful, cute. So one online growth has been amazing. Um, I'm like, it's been a huge increase since we went into lockdown in March. Um, and I just had my best sales month online ever in September. Yeah. So in September, this is what, this is what made my ears perk up in September, 2020, you told me you did something like $157 in online. September, September 2019, sorry, mm-hmm. online. Yep. And then in September, 2020 online, what was your number? 3,500. <laughs> yes. Yep. So we don't even know that's like a massive uh, percentage. I actually, it was, it's up, I'm up 810%. Over 810%. Last. Okay. So, so let's dig into that. So you had this side hustle that was kind of like you, you, you did what you could when you could. It was one of those things. You have two kids, a busy job, a house, pile of laundry, like the rest of us, all that stuff. So you did what you could when you could. I got to say, that's kind of how I feel about Sock Doggo, doing yeah. what I can when I can. And it's a, it's a little painful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. It's like, well, if I could only like spend, wake up and spend every day doing this, it would be much better. And so you actually, you're not spending all day every day because you're earning an income with your training business. But you uh, tell me what changed at Colorful Cute to change your sales like that. Tell me, uh, like, what are the things that actually made a huge difference for you? Okay, so I would say the first one was going whole hog on Instagram was a big one for me. Okay, um, tell us what you really what you did, because you know I'd be the one that would sit there and say, well, I don't get a lot of sales from Instagram, but right. you do. So let's talk about that. I do. So with Instagram, it was a few different things that I started to do. So the first thing I did was like, okay, I'm Facebook is just not where my people are. Um, so I stopped putting a lot of my energy and time into Facebook. And I said, I'm going to shift that over into Instagram. So you gave yourself permission to do what really works for your business. I hope everybody listens to that. Yes. Absolutely. Next. Yeah. <laughs> And so what that looked like for me with Instagram was, first of all, it, I started going live once a week. Um, and I actually do that on Facebook as well, because it's easy with StreamYard yeah. to you know, do it. And um, so I go live on Facebook and Instagram at the same time every, every week. And I started doing that very consistently. Same uh, time, same day. Time, yeah, Wednesdays, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Online. People will want to know what you're talking about when you go live. So it's, I use the lives for different things. Uh, my most popular live are new release previews, like okay. those, showing them what's coming out the next day. Um, that has been by far my most successful. It's my most interesting, it's my most engaged, and it really translates into a ton of sales like the next day because they're just biting at the bit. Um, I'm telling them that the, my email subscribers will get first access and join my list. And so the email hits and it's just, and the text message goes out and it's like crazy right? Which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So those, that's my favorite one. Um, I do now I also do unboxings cause I have a subscription box for colorful cute as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And um, so your unboxing is just showing people what they could get if they became a subscriber. Right. So I have a reveal. So after the boxes got delivered to my customers, um, I go ahead and I unbox it for everybody else. And I just show them like, this is what you got in October. Um, you know, we're currently sold out. The waiting list is open though. You can go over here to sign up. And, uh, and I just show them that I, I think of that more as just kind of creating a content library. So yep. for future reference, like if you were going to look into subscribing, you can now see past boxes and all of that. Kind of yeah. Stuff. So you, uh, you actually have a place where people could see this on your website as well. Yeah. There's a landing yeah. page that they can go and, um, it's photos right now, but I'm going to be adding the videos and all the videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People love videos. They do. <laughs> they do. And then, um, I also will do every now and then I'll do like a really, really, really easy, basic, like little craft project on there. Yeah. And some of my supplies. So like a couple of weeks we did, um, we did like little Halloween candles with washi tape and, um, you know, I've done a plan with me. So just things like that. It's just kind of the hangout with yep. my, my customers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my brain is uh, just, my wheels are turning thinking, oh, you could uh, turn that into a printable and get people to sign up and oh, all the potentials. So that's a great one too. So, uh, so tell me, uh, I just, I just want to, uh, because I, I know what people are thinking, I think, because I have some of those thoughts too. Were you nervous to start going live? Oh, yes. <laughs> I still, listen, I've been doing lives for like, what, six months now almost, mm-hmm. I think. And it's still like, there's some days that are just, they're hard to do. They're just, they're hard to do. And I do them anyway. And sometimes they're great. I had one live that was like two hours because they were just into it and we were just going. And then I had one this week that was just less than 20 minutes. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. Like in that day, but I do them anyway. And I, I will tell you when I first started, the thing that really got me going was uh, Sarah Williams. Yes. Um, she had shared her experience with going live. Oh, that's a great story, isn't it? (laughs) And and it clicked the things that, the two things that Sarah said that clicked for me were number one, that she was treating herself to a blowout because she felt pretty and therefore she felt good being on camera. Yeah. And so for me, that was makeup, right? I never do makeup. I never, ever do makeup. But when I do lives, I do makeup and it makes me feel Feel like pretty. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little confidence booster. Yeah. And the other thing that Sarah said that I also latched onto was that she reached out to her friends, not customers, not followers, not anything. She like texted her friends and she told them, I'm freaking out. I don't (laughs) want to do this. I know I have to please go on there. So I'm not sitting here talking to myself and feeling stupid. Yeah. And, I and she even said, can you ask me blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And then she was like giving them questions. like, <laughs> Right. But I was just like, I didn't even go there. I was just, I told like a couple of my best friends and I told them straight up. I said, listen, I'm like, I'm really tempted to back out of this. Like you cannot yeah. let me back out of this. Any excuse to bail. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, like they were like, okay. And they, yeah. And that really helped. And like for the first month, they were amazing. They went to every single live. Aww. They were always there. And that, that helped so much. Yeah. And that's pretty easy, right? I mean, we all have a few friends that, you know, are there that, uh, understand how we feel. And that's a pretty simple thing for them to do show up and ask a few questions. So that's a great way to get over that barrier. And I agree. Like I know Sarah Williams gets because I talk to her every day. And I know like she gets her hair done 
every Friday morning. And so I hope she's writing that off. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so what I love about, I'm not, you know, I go live too. And did I want to? No, nobody really wants to, but it is so good for your business. And I, what I've noticed, and I wonder if you found the same thing, is that when you get really consistent, when you do it every whatever day and time, you find that the people that join you for that live, that group of people, um, like it starts to grow and snowball. And even though there may not be nearly as many people as you'd like, to ha come live with you, uh, the, there, the number of people that watch that after, because it's still on your account. So your Instagram live, I'm sure is still is on IGTV. Is that how it ends up? Yeah. yeah. So I, so one tip about that is Instagram, unfortunately, so I use StreamYard to stream to Facebook. Facebook. They don't let you do that to Instagram, right? Instagram, right. you got to do it from your phone. So a couple of times I did that, Instagram can glitch at the end of your broadcast and it will delete the video. Oh, that yeah. wouldn't be good. It's happened to me more than once. So after that happened to me, I found out, I, that's why I actually started using StreamYard um, because StreamYard lets you download the recording. Uh. So I would go ahead and if God forbid that happened, I would use, I would download the recording and then I would upload it to IGTV. Yeah. So you still yeah. caught it even if yeah. it glitched. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So what's the secret to actually making sales on Instagram? I would love to know that. The, like I said, it's getting into the head of your buyer and like really using Instagram as a fan of that niche, you know? So like with Sock Doggo, it's about using it as a fan of dogs and not so much as a business in the dog, you know, in the dog industry, I think. Um, with me, it's that. It's like using it as a fan of the Japanese stationery, the kawaii culture and the Japanese culture uh -huh. has really helped me find my customers and like find my people. It helps me see the hashtags that they're using. And I, I, there's, they're different. They're just totally different. And then for me, the really big thing that boosted me in the last month was Instagram checkout. Okay. I was going to say, how do you get them over to your site? And so before, before Instagram checkout, how are you getting them over to your site? So I basically would have, I had the Instagram shopping where like you could tag the yes. products and then you could view it on your website. And then on top of that, I also had the link in bio was my landing page that I had, I customized it in my website. So it wasn't like a link tree or anything like that. And so you I would, sent them to a page you created for Instagram traffic. Yep, yeah, that's exactly. smart. Yeah, specifically for that, that I update all the time, you know, with the calls to action. Um, and that's how I would send them because I don't have, I'm not at 10K yet on Instagram. So I can't do the swipe up. I mean, you can do swipe up for products. Mm hmm right? But you can't send them to like links, right? And so I would, I would always have calls to action on everything. I would have all my products always tagged. I'd have them tagged in stories. I'd have them tagged in feed posts. And then I enabled Instagram checkout and that was like amazing. <laughs> so now people can uh, just, so you must be one of the early adapters for Instagram yeah. checkout. What do you love about it? Um, the ease, like there's just literally no barrier to buying it. And so that has been amazing. Like I, I've even done it. The impulse buy is really big. And for a shop like mine, Yours, yeah. it's perfect. Cause yeah. I do have a lot of like smaller dollar yeah. items. Um, 
my average order value like tanks, you know, yeah, but, but I feel like I'm getting these customers in and it's yeah. just a matter of time before I make them repeat customers. Yeah. You can remarket to them. And I heard you say you're using SMS, which is great because these Instagram people are on their phones They're all the, the time. Phones. Yeah. yeah. And so really I'll smart. always put like a little call to action to like text, you know, text cute to a group or whatever. And yeah. they join the list and I, I send out the new release launches. And if I do like a sale, because I started treating my, my email list as like my VIP club. And yes. so they get like VIP perks, you know. Because they have subscribed to you. Your yeah. list. And who are you using for SMS? SMS bump. You're using SMS bump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it integrates really well with Shopify and Clavio yeah. too. Yeah. You're not well, using Clavio, are you? No. Ah, you're one of those holdouts. <laughs> so I'll tell you, you know, part of it was coming down to like the whole done is better than perfect. Yeah, for sure. And I just, I, I tried so hard to get Clavio working and I, I, I don't know. I just kept running into issues and I didn't have the cash flow to hire someone to handle yeah. it. I said, you know what? Done is better than perfect. We're <laughs> just going to privy email. Privy has the pop-ups. I love the pop-ups. They have the emails. I'm just going to do this because I can't afford to like spin my wheels here. Yes, on- that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so pleased for you. So, so how do you use the DMs in Insta? Are you using the DMs? do um but mostly just to kind of chit chat with my people i do use okay. the stories a lot um one of my like I, I ask my customers a lot of stuff for like their feedback my customers love it um uh-huh. they kind of feel like they're like i'm a personal shopper for them sometimes. yes so like i ask them like if you guys hey i'm gonna be ordering like i'm gonna be restocking or i'm gonna order new inventory in a couple of weeks any requests and i'll put that in stories and like i get flooded <laughs> oh so cool So they see you as a real person, not as an entity. That's so good. Yeah. So you do use the DMs, but you're not necessarily using the DMs to send links out to people to buy. I do. Um, I've done them whenever I have, like I've done it for the subscription box. Mm -hmm. I had, I literally had like a couple of spots. So I emailed my email list first. I gave them 24 hours and then I posted about it on Instagram and I said, you know, uh, send me like click here if you're interested if you want the if you want the link and I did you know I did the quick reply with the DM and yeah I the link. I've done it for a giveaway like you know if you want to enter the giveaway let me know and you know so I have used it for that it's super effective like it's really easy converts uh, really well it's just a little labor intensive yeah I mean what but if you set up the quick replies it's yeah. like it's not so so bad really yeah. so listen what I love, uh, well, I love you, of course, you've been a member for a long time, and you're very positive and helpful, and you share and all, all the things. But one of the things you <laughs> did <laughs> that uh, made me smile was one day you posted in the group that, hey, you, Susan Bradley, you're not the only one who's trying to get to her first 50k in here. Who else is trying to get to their first 50K? And I know that, you know, Colorful Cute has been a side hustle for a long time. You've shared your sales with me along the way. It really was just extra fun money. It wasn't uh, anything real that you could really, really bankable. But now you're starting to grow every month. Mm-hmm. And I suspect that your October will be better than your September and your November will be way better than your October. And so, so tell me what, uh, what's going to happen for you in the next year? 
What, what, if you woke up, uh, if you woke up in October, 2021, what, what would your business and your life look like? Oh, that's such a fun one. (laughs) Um, definitely the, the store would definitely be full time. I love the store. I love the consulting and I love the coaching, uh, but the store is like, it's so, I love selling and I love my, I love my little cute goods and everything. Um, so the store would definitely probably be my main source of income at that point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's, I, I love it. Um, the, the subscription box would probably be nice, nice size too. And, um, and I think that I would definitely be, yeah, like I'd wake up every day and I'd get to like, go ahead and fill orders and <laughs> all the things Yeah, so you have no, uh, there's nothing in you, no voice in your head saying, Oh, Madeline, go find another job. No, no, no more. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel powerful. And so I, I want you to like s- somebody who's like you, who's really, um, really wants to be full time, but uh, is afraid to take that leap. How did you decide? Uh, like, what would you say to them? Because you had this skill, which probably wasn't even fully developed when you decided you were going to uh, start selling your little uh, Inventbrite uh, workshops. How did you uh, get the confidence? Like, what how, what kind of conversation do you have to have with yourself to first identify that you have a skill? And then to be brave enough to ask people to pay you for it. Because I think that's a real thing, particularly for women. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That, so that's where the group I belong to, Las Comadres, has mm-hmm. really, really helped me. Because I am surrounded by women in business. And actually, a lot of them are coaches and consultants and services, right? So I'm one of the few product-based businesses. And I think that was a huge eye opener for me because it's such a different world when you are in that and being around these women and seeing that they understood their worth and they understood their value and they really understand that the time is money. I mean, we have, I have three children. I have three teenagers. Like I, yes, I, (laughs) that's a lot of laundry. Yes. Yes. Like, (laughs) Time is really, really valuable valuable to me. And so really understanding that there was like this courage there that they could do this and like, and, you know, and the, and men are doing it all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so stepping into that and like really saying, you know what, like at the end of the day, I, cause I, uh, I deal with the imposter syndrome all the time. Right. Everybody does. Yeah. I have learned. (laughs) Me too. Some days I wake up and think who on earth do I think I am? Yeah, I can speak with such authority. And, and then I have to give my head a shake and think, well, you don't know everything. (laughs) There's that. But it's also that there are some things that I'm really, really good at. And I love that that's, yeah, what you are, but you still have that little voice that says, come on. (laughs) Yeah. And it it just came down to being like, okay, you know what? So I don't have all the answers. I don't pretend to have all the answers. I will never like ever put that out there. You know, I've turned away work because they wanted to hire me for stuff that I really don't know. And I've told them, I said, I don't feel comfortable charging you for something that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Um, But knowing that, like, at the end of the day, I do, I do have skills and I do have knowledge. I've been doing, I've been managing businesses for years. That's what I was doing. Now I'm just managing my own. 
Um, and so to acknowledge that and say, you know what, like, yes. And I, and I was lucky enough to be surrounded by people who were insisting on paying me too. Oh, like, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why are yeah. you doing this for free? Like, I'm good. I want you to help me, but I'm not going to let you help me unless you let me pay you. Oh, wow. That's a huge yeah. confidence booster. It is. Yeah. It is. Stick with those girls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I think. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if anyone, and I know you already know this, but if anyone is, finds themselves in your position or actually is a little bit envious of uh, how you've been able to transition is I think the number one thing you did that was so right is you decided on one thing to be a specialist. You decided I'm Instagram for micro businesses. You didn't say, oh yeah, and I can make you a landing page and I can do your pop-up because now you've given yourself permission to get really good at one thing and and the more that you dive in and the more you see people that you're teaching having success with that i think that the more confidence you're going to have to do the next thing and the next thing so i can't wait to watch thank you i'm yeah. excited too it's fun yeah. and like you said too that the success of the people you work with like seeing them have their first launch like oh my gosh it's just the yes. yeah Yeah. You know, I think that um, there are still too many people in this world or in our industry that are worried about competition and worried about, is there enough? And I love the fact that in our inner circle, we don't have any of that. We all know that there is enough and we all know that there are different uh, zones of genius that people have. And it is so great to see somebody like you thrive the way you are. And the, and I feel like the, the potential is like, you could have the life you want doing these things. You can have colorful, cute, and then you can have this other income that doesn't, uh, isn't attached to buying a product. I mean, you can do both of those things and do them well. So good for you. Okay. Now, here's what we need to know. People are going to want to know how they can reach you. So how did they find you at colorful, cute? Okay. So colorful, and on Instagram at Colorful Cute Goods. Colorful Cute Goods. Great. And then how do they find you at Instagram for micro businesses? So that's strategiesbymadeline.com. Super. Or if you're an Inner Circle member, just tag yeah. you. Yeah, there. exactly. I am there. So <laughs> cool. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for just being such a warm, engaging, amazing person in our group. So You're lucky so to have you. Yeah. <laughs> way about you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, now, all right. So that's this loving. So listen, yeah. guys, contact Madeline. If you need some help with Instagram, I'm sure she can help you out. Go check out Colorful Cute Goods. Really fun. And I will see you all next week. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. 
So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.